guys and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world with a little help from my friends. And today, um, since she's up here and she has no choice because I've trapped her in my room, um, I have my center, it's my Yissa. Hi! Hi! Hi everyone! <laughs> Hello! It's okay, she only lived with me the first year that I made this entire podcast and was never on it, so it's fine. It's, that is true. And now you've moved like a state away and you're here. Yeah. Yeah. I'd travel all the way back here just to be on your podcast yeah. and I'd listen to you record in your bed in our living room. In our living room, yeah, I know. Well, like in your you didn't have to drive back here. We could have done it over the computer, but there probably would have been some mishap because that would have been weird. It would not have been weird. It's how I can record with everybody else. Well see, I'm an extra special guest because I made the trip right up here to be right in your face. Yeah, you're wicked extra special, all right. <laughs> So uh, the reason Melissa's on the show today um, is because she actually goes to conventions with me, um, except for Anime Boston. She didn't go to Anime Boston this year. But like back when we went to the New Hampshire convention, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the only one you went to, right? I was sitting here trying to remember what year was the first one that I went to. Well, it's funny because like the, I actually brought it up. It wasn't, I don't think it was your first year going with me, though, was the... Um, the year with Lucas. That was not the first year you that came, That wasn't though. the first year that I came because I think I spent two of them just sitting and running your stuff. Right. Like, doing the, um, the comatronics thing. Right. So, I want to say... The 20... Something. <laughs> was, was I living in Rhode Island the first time? Oh, God, yeah. I'm pretty sure you were. So, it had to have been, like... Because we were still going to Kineticon, too, when we were going to the AC, New Hampshire right? One. Yeah. And I want to say, like, one of my first Kineticons was 2012 or well, 2013. It was 2012, because we stopped going to Kineticon in 2014. We went two years, though. So we went in 2012 and 2013, because um, one of the years was uh, the year where the Cory Monty passed away. That was 2013. <laughs> right. So, and we were there at the convention. Right. That's why I woke up that, that morning. I was like, cool. So it must have been either 2011 or 2012 was the first time I went to AAC with you? I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. Was, well, let's put it this way. It was back when the Mountain of Potatoes was still at JD's in the building. <laughs> there was a restaurant inside of the building um, when it used to be um, a Radisson that was attached to the convention center at the hotel up in Manchester. And there was a restaurant in there called JD's, which is now like the Hilton Lounge or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it used to be this restaurant, JD's. Um, and one of their appetizers was called the Mountain of Potatoes. And it was literally just like ranch dressing. They poured like hash brown potatoes onto and they poured nacho cheese onto the top of it. And I would order it every time we went to AAC yeah. while they still had it because. She like had like dreams about this potato dish you would too it was a mountain of potatoes i was partial to their boston cream pie <laughs> yes we can get to that though um but yeah melissa had never been to a convention before i've been doing conventions since 2004 and i finally convinced her ass to come up and go to a convention with me after... but i spent most of the time at the table okay, while but you, you were still running around went. i did go yeah that's when you made me that cool skirt yeah with the superheroes all over it's my superman skirt right because a long time ago i thought that i could have an artist alley table I mean, you did. I did. And you did really good that one year. Yeah, I mean, it was surprised. It was surprisingly profitable. I mean, that was the year that um, Tatum left his water bottle, and then we tried to sell that for a hundred bucks. Jason Tatum, J. Michael Tatum, did in fact leave his water bottle with us. Yes, and I did try to sell it, and someone actually tried to buy it, and it was weird. <laughs> and then he came back, and I was like, "Yeah, you better take that." Someone actually was going to spend money. He goes, "How much?" I was like, well, I would have split it with you. He's like, wow, shit, you should have sold it. I was like, that's, it got weird, man. No, I can't do it. That convention was a little 
off. Yeah, we can't talk about it. Legally, we can't talk about it. Oh. <laughs> in the odd aspect of it. <laughs> I've been advised not to by my lawyer. But, um, <laughs> but we can talk about, like, the stuff that we did there. Um, I mean, there, there was definitely, like, there was so much people watching. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Because, like I said, I spent the first, like, two years running your um, table for you because you were so busy doing things with the convention. Right. And then, um, of course, then you said the year that we went with Lucas, mm-hmm. or the couple of years that we went with Lucas. Two years, yeah. But the first year was, which I just talked about a couple episodes ago. About... Was that when you were guest of honor? No, guest of honor was when we had the suite room. <laughs> with Lucas's bed. Yes, Lucas got his own bed and we had a suite and I was a guest of honor, yeah. No, they I was talking- deliver milkshakes to the room. Yes, they deliver milkshakes from the Ben and Jerry's. No, I talked about like the, the girls and like the eight people in the room. And, like, the girl tried to go and complain about me oh, and then found out who I was. The peach, the other girl who didn't drink, but then pulled, like, peach nuts and stuff out of her bag. Yeah, that's it. That's and the story. That she was terrified of our friend Lucas, who yes. was, like, would not have ever hurt even, like, a fly. Right. Lucas was very intimidating. Oh, yeah. The worst. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Oh, we love you, Lucas. We do. Um... Yeah, but I mean, like, yes, I mean, you went, but you went to the convention, and I mean, you did get to go see some of it when I came and, like, relieved you from the table. Oh, yeah, no, like I said, we did a lot of wandering around, like, the Artist Alley and stuff, Mm -hmm. and there was the year that we were dressed like the Warblers, that was fun, and, like, a whole, um, what were those, the demons called? I remember you were, like, it was, like, a really popular comic, was it a comic? Oh, no. Uh, Homestuck. Homestuck, yeah. There was a whole group of people dressed up like Homestuck, like, sitting outside of, like, the the dealer's alley, mm-hmm. like, dealer's room. And I remember that um, there was this really great coffee place in Manchester that we would walk to on our breaks. And we walked out as Warblers, and this whole group of Homestuck people was like, oh my gosh, are you guys Warblers? <laughs> and we're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh my and they had to take her picture and they had to sing glee songs to us and that was pretty fun i think that was like my first time that somebody had like actually like stopped me and was like oh my god can i do the picture thing with you like (laughs) blaine and the pips because i really hadn't you know dressed up at that point i was there and i was doing my nerdy thing with like my nerdy t-shirts and things like that but i hadn't actually like costume committed yet it wasn't until critical role yeah. That I got, like, the real taste of, I think, what it's like to... Be in a costume. Yeah. Yeah. But your costume was sick. I mean, you made it for me. That's why it was sick. <laughs> toot toot. I mean, when we walked through the the area, the, like, the common area with the piano and stuff like that... Oh, yeah. And those people were just like, what? Well, yeah, because we had almost... Like, the only person we were missing in our group was Grog. Because we could never find someone to be Grog. Ken. <laughs> Called out. Oh, Ken. Sorry, Ken. Called out. Oh, no, well, he, I mean, he said it in his episode. He was just like, oh, she's a this and this. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I want proof, Ken. All right, Ken. We're holding you to it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Ken. Chop, like, chop. You're beefy enough. Let's go. Chop, chop. Shave your head. <laughs> uh, but no, like, I mean, your character, you played Cassandra because it just made the most sense because you're actually my sister. And I cosplay as and Percy. Cassandra is a badass. And she is. And it was funny because, like, at the time, the cartoon show was not out the day that we cosplayed as it um it was the day after the final episode of campaign one which i feel like people are oh, when we were all up in the room like bawling our eyes yeah, out crying ugly tears yeah like because the show was over and we're like there's nothing after this and uh yeah so like we really had nothing to work on as far as cassandra went so i mean i basically made your costume off of what i thought it should look like mm-hmm. 
Um, which is funny now because like I saw like you see her um outfit in the episode and I'm just like that's it. Like okay. I'm really bitter and we're going to talk about it for the millionth time and I don't care. I had a whole, like the whole episode I did, Vox Machina episode that I did where I talked about the show. I'm like, this mm-hmm. isn't really cosplay related, but it is. I talked about our East Coast Vox Machina group, but I was like, okay, look, it's like Percy is not this plain. <laughs> His outfit in the show is so plain. Oh. And it makes me sad inside. I love the embellishments on our costumes. Yeah. If you haven't checked them out, you have to see them. You They're too. pretty freaking amazing. Like level 20. Like we're talking. Like. Percy's not a basic bitch. We, you can be as extra as you want to. It's, yeah. You know? Or his like, interpretation. Exactly. But like, also, like, I feel like they did him dirty in the show. His, his jacket should have had a little more on it, but I'm over it. I'm not. Oh, Obviously, I'm not. Percy's yeah. <laughs> Although when I wore it this past weekend, because, like, I wore my original jacket with the plain Jane stuff underneath it, which just felt disgustingly wrong and dirty, and I hated every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked good with my jacket, and, and you know, people saw it, they were like, oh my god, you look so good! And I was like, yeah! I'm like, even that, it's just like, that jacket's, I mean, it's still extra, right? It's pretty I'm extra. pretty excited to wear that costume again. Yeah. I absolutely love that costume. I love the way that it, like, moves when I walk in it. It's just, like, the I thing is, like is like, I get Cassandra's been, like, held up by the Briarwoods and stuff, so maybe she'll get something a little bit more, like, regal like that now, because she's technically in charge of Whitestone in the next season. Guys, I gave you $10. Like, let's go. <laughs> Amazon's giving you money. Just, like, something. Give me something. A little bling. Somewhere. <laughs> just a little bling. Just a little bling. Just a tiny bit. I mean, those those were great. That was a great costume. And that was such a fun time. But I think we got a lot of response for the Hamilton costumes that you made, too. Oh, well, because, like, we... See, I'm good That's at, a story. That's a story. <laughs> there you go. You want a story for your podcast? Well, no, because I told the Batverser story, like the fan uh... girl, like, and everything. But no, like, that's a moment. Because the thing was, is I'm pretty good at gauging what's popular at the time as far as our costumes go when we dress up and stuff. Oh, look, our other co-host is here. Hi, Wash. <laughs> My favorite co-host. Um... But, you know, like, everybody's, like, you know, does the new anime or does the new cartoon or the new Avatar characters or whatever. And I've just, I've strayed away from anime cosplays. Not so much anime. I still watch anime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to cosplay from an anime now, it's most likely going to be something old school because I just, I haven't watched anything too, too new school. Slash nothing's really appealed to me to make a cosplay out of it. Yeah. Um, but at the time, Hamilton was the thing. And I walked into an anime convention full Hamilton with a Peggy and a Lafayette behind me and the world imploded on itself. Yeah. It was just, it was funny. Like, like the reaction, I think we got a bigger reaction out of those costumes than Critical Role. Do you think so? I do. I don't know. I think we got a bigger, maybe when we were walking around, like, individually, a lot of people were like, I don't really know. I can't well, they weren't feeling it out. But when we walked through in that big group, then yeah. people were like, Wait. I feel like Hamilton got the bigger reaction at the one in New Hampshire. The group for Vox Machina got the bigger reaction at Rhode Island. Oh my gosh, yeah, Rhode Island Comic We couldn't Con. stop. Like, we stopped for five seconds, and then we go five feet. Well, remember that those like, those people, like, told Mary, because we had basically gone there to see Mary, because right. we knew she was going to be there. Right. And, like, she knew that we were already there when we got to the booth. Right. Because it like wildfire. We've been in the line outside forever, and people were already like talking about us. Did I tell you that like I have friends now that were at Rhode Island Comic Con, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you guys were that group! You were that group!" It's like, yeah, that's right. That was us. <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, that was us. Well, which is funny, like walking up to the table and Mary's there and she's like talking to the other people. And I don't know how you politely tell people to fuck off, but she did it because like we felt bad. We're standing there like, oh, we'll wait our turn and stuff. And these people were there and she's like, thank you so much. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And then she did like, we did that whole like, uh, didn't we like send a message to Matt Mercer or something? We did. Like yep. That? She took a video. So, uh, Steve, Stephen Blum took the video actually. Oh yeah. The- Honey, take a video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause they were sitting next to each other yeah. at the convention. It's like, take my phone. Now that was really fun. And no, a lot of people did recognize us there. You're right. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even have like the full group. Oh no, we did run into, we did take all those great pictures in the ballroom there. Yep. Um, because eventually we ran into our Vax and our Vex and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We went back and saw Mary again. Right. Um, just the nightmare that's that convention. Was right. Just... But then she tweeted about us too. And that was it. Like anybody that was at the convention found out Mary tweeted about us and it was over. Like we didn't, we went like two yeah, feet. Because then people started looking for us. Right. They're like, you were the one that Mary was talking about. It's like, yes, I think so. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy. It was a good time. It's fun being popular in a costume. It's just nice to know, like, you put all that hard work in, and mm. then people actually recognize you. And I gotta say, too, at Boston this weekend, well, not this weekend, Jesus, I was like a month ago. <laughs> Boston this weekend? No, I was like a month ago. It's like, I wore Percy. People knew who Percy was. Um, and then I was sad because the photo shoot for Vox Machina was on Saturday, not Friday. So mm-hmm. I missed it. So, like, everybody was dressed up in Vox Machina all day Saturday. And I'm just like, I have a Percy on them, but I have no time to be in it. And they're like, sure you do. And then I'd show them the pictures. They're like, oh, my God. I was like, listen, if you want to meet up at midnight on the roof, let's go. <laughs> we'll do it um but even like I, like I wore I only wore two costumes that weekend because I was hosting all day Saturday so I wore my host costume um which is just me in a bacon sweatshirt but like even when I was walking around for a little bit on Friday as five um from Umbrella Academy right. like that was just like no one's gonna know what this is like no one's gonna give a shit what this is I could be anybody in any school uniform it's an anime convention like no one's paying attention mm-hmm. can I tell you how many people stopped me and they were like oh my god are you number five <laughs> well that's like um when we were at ASC and we were dressed like um Lucas and I were just like Buffy and Giles mm-hmm. and we were like no one's gonna know who we are and this woman from one of the vendor booths chased us down and ran up to me with a pop of Spike mm-hmm. and was like oh my gosh you're Buffy aren't you I saw you and I, you have to have this and like I'm like I am Buffy, and that was an amazing way to make a sale, because yes, now I do need this pop. But she also sold you a really rare spike pop. Yeah, for, like, nothing. Right, and it's worth, like... I don't think we knew at the time. Like, no. I don't think any of us, like, this no. was years ago. But it's almost like a $100 pop. I know, that's what's and I think you paid, like, 10 bucks for it. I might have paid 12 Woof. <laughs> 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 Wow, what a sale. <laughs> Good drive a bargain. Yay! Yay! The more you know, folks. do 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 um but that was that was fun because like again we had basically just dressed up like that because we wanted to do like you know and be like just have fun mm-hmm. and we're like yeah, it's not gonna matter no one's gonna know who we are and right when they did it was like okay well even are like a vendors group because i mean i know people know me as tony stark because well i'm yeah. tony stark but like you guys are bruce banner and wanda and people were still like oh my god yeah it's crazy the things that people notice and the things that people don't notice i think that people appreciate i mean like any costume period but i think people appreciate when someone does like the throwback that you're not expecting like, even if you're at an anime convention the throwback yeah i i appreciate the throwback i will go up to every single sailor moon at every single convention she will 
and tell you how much I love your costume mm -hmm. because it's true because it just it hits that like nostalgia factor for me oh my god you should have seen the Sailor Moon costume and I feel bad I'm pretty sure she was um small lady because I think it was a pink <gasps> wig but she did like a full bead embellishment off the top of her dress oh my god like the whole thing was beaded it was insane and she definitely got an award for it but uh, yeah she was a small lady wow. it, it was it was a it was That's a pink wig so awesome i love sailor moon it is my absolute favorite anime mm. and someday i am going to cosplay as sailor venus because Listen, live your dream sailor venus is my everything like don't let jess hear that she'll make you a fuku right now She'd be like, done. Well, she's probably already listening. She's probably listening. She found it already. Now. She's made it. She's yeah. made it. Yeah. Well, Thanks, well, Jess. She's, she's putting a kid to bed, and she's, like, nursing another one, and then she's, like, making you a fufu at the same time. All right, well, Jess, the, it's out there now. It's <sighs> in the universe. Good luck with that wig, though. My God, that's so much hair. I, I feel like it's so much fun. Ooh, at so least she wears, hair. like, a headband. It's not, like... Well, it's all, it's like, half pulled back. I mean, Sailor Jupiter got it right, because at least she wears hers in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. No, Mercury got it right. It's not even, like, hair... <laughs> It's like wicked short. <laughs> that's the one I can tolerate. I don't know. Um, no, it's Mars that's got like mega hair. Oh, all the hair. Ugh. Um, but I couldn't walk around in heels like that all day. I mean, look, I cosplay from my favorite anime, so Vegeta. That's true. That's true. I should bust out Vegeta again. That's a theory. Talk about throwbacks. No, I gotta, I gotta make a costume to match. That's up. what they should do. They should just do one of these conventions. Should just do the throwback. All, all throwback. All throwbacks. People would love it. People would love it. I know. I gotta dress up to match up with Rob's Jean Starwin for uh, Outlaw Star. I gotta find somebody to dress up as for that because I love Outlaw Star. Will you ever make an X costume? Uh, that okay again? Okay, because you have done X before, but that was back when you were a baby cosplayer. I was baby cosplayer. <laughs> it was Subaru. I love that jacket. That, don't make that jacket pattern I anymore. Have, like you love the clamp. I and do. You love the X. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really surprised with all of your like, es you know, like escapades. But you have not all my fancy ass costumes. Gone. Do you know full what it is? Yeah. You know what it is with the X cosplay though is like I want to do the group, and we've actually talked about it in our um group chat for Anime Boston like staff, like cosplay yeah. staff doing clamp next year, and mm -hmm. I like literally been like X. X, X group, X, and I'm, like, throwing pictures at him. Um, you know why, like, I'm so averted to it? It's because I want to do Kamui so bad. Mm -hmm. But you need the sword. That's true. And that sword is ridiculous. It's true. It's, like, it's such an amazing sword. I could never do it justice, Rob. <laughs> oh. Robert! <laughs> Hint, hint. Listen, I know the you got... are going to be really busy. I know, right? Like, they're making you a fuku. Rob's making me a sword. You sit there, I'm like, what the fuck am I making? What? What am I doing? What did I get signed up what for? Did I... What? Like, Rob, Robert. But he has to make two of them because he's going to be Fuma, so. <laughs> I mean, while he's making his. Like, I might as well get started now, Rob. You only got a year. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> Somewhere, if you listen closely, Rob's giving me the middle finger. <laughs> wait, wait. Ah, there it there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's like making his flute. He's just like, we love you, Robin Jess. I love you, Robin Jess. <laughs> I need a sword, anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, like up upcoming cosplay plans. Yes, one of them is an X costume or a clamp costume of some kind. I just if don't you guys know. do clamp, there's gonna be so many chobits. <sighs> I know so many. <laughs> that used to be the thing. That was back like 2004, 2005. Everybody was a fucking chobit. Yeah, well, it's like everybody was host club. Everybody was. Mm -hmm. um, I mean. Gosh, everything. everything there's always something for every year 
I remember when the big thing was Full Metal Alchemist and everything was Full Metal Alchemist. What was the big thing this year? Um, Since I didn't make that it. That Demon Slayer AV. show. Demon Slayer show? Yeah, like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's, I mean, don't, okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm going to, like, piss off so many otakus here. There's a girl that's got some thing in her mouth. Like, she's in this black, like, okay. kimono thing. And she has, like, this friggin', it looks like a ball gag. Sorry. <laughs> Thank God the show is R-rated. But I don't know, but it's like, and she's got like this black hair and then like everybody else is wearing these things. There's some dude with a pig head that runs around. Like, it's a whole thing. But that was... weird. I know. But that was, that was the anime this year. Like, I saw the most of... I think like the newest anime that I've watched is Yuri. Yep. Actually, you know what's funny, honestly, about this year? I felt like there was a lot of throwback costumes anime boss in this year. Because I feel like people got trapped in their houses for three years. (laughs) <laughs> and nothing else to watch. Like, oh, what's all this anime from 1990 to 2000 and something? Oh, everybody's trying it on the Crunchyroll. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, shit. Like, Sailor Moon and, like, Detective Conan and, like, Lupin. And, like, there was, like, a variety of things. So it was kind of nice. I was like, wow, I feel like I feel like it's 2005 again. Well, you know what my dream is. Mm. Alice in 19th. Uh, Alice in 19th is the dream and no one knows about it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, um... I may have just dated myself. Laura. Laura did Alice in 19th with her husband, Henry. Mm. Like, back in 2005. Like, they had the, like, first Those Alice in 19th costumes. costumes are so freaking ridiculous I and amazing. Know. My other dream would be Fushigi Yugi. But then again, also dating myself. Right. Fushigi. Have you got, like, a whole Fushigi Yugi group, though? That'd be lit. Like, at everybody? Yeah. Kind of like when we had all the Aeons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, it was a good skit in theory. Just couldn't get Rob on stage. Oh. Wasn't gonna happen. Someday. Jess doesn't, like, like, we'll do it. We're gonna do that skit again. I hope you do. It's going to happen. She's like, even if we're up there with walkers and stuff, I was like, okay, well. (laughs) Okay. By that time, it'll be a huge throwback. But if I remember correctly, also, Jess said she was making all those costumes, too, so she's gonna be very busy. Wow. Swords. 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 Aeon costumes. Fukus. (laughs) The whole, like... A whole production company happening just, over there. It's going to do AV all by themselves. The yeah. Chances. Yeah. I mean, they have, God, they haven't been to a convention longer than all of us because they missed out this year. Mm. Well, not missed out. They were doing something important. So. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess. <laughs> a little important. I mean, it's just like, there's so, there's, there are so many that have started up again, but there's just like so many that you just don't want to go to. <laughs> Yeah. that's the problem it's like they were so much fun and then you just find out about all this stuff going on behind the scenes and i think that's like left a bad taste in my mouth which is why i haven't been to one in a while i know for just s- excluding anime boston because i would go to ab it just fell on the wrong weekend this year right next year it's easter yeah it just got pushed back too far I think. well no it wasn't like i pushed back it was just like the way that our schedule was is like it's like I think Anime Boston is planned out until, like, 2028 at the Heinz, like, what weekend it's going to be on. Mm-hmm. So they have the weekends solidified in advance. And it just so happened that this year's around the not the time we normally have it was taken up because something else had already booked. Oh. So we had to go as late as we did. And well, then next year, we're right back on schedule again. Well, the dream is to go to one of the ones down, like, Washington, D.C. or Georgia. Or- oh, I can, I can never go to Katsu. That's always my show weekend. I'm always in a show that weekend. Someday. Like, I live my dream in being, like, in a show with, like, plays and get paid for it. Someday. 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 Maybe Maybe there won't be a show that weekend. No, we'll go to Dragon Con instead. 
which I keep saying it's also a joke. Is that the one in D.C. or is that the one in Georgia? That's Georgia. That's like a six-day extravaganza over Labor Day weekend with like all the people in all the costumes with all their titties out. Oh. Well, I mean, they just wear what they want. It's a lot of people that have like their Well, the big, big dream is Comic-Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con is 100% on the list of dream cons to go to. I've been, we've been close to that convention center. I mean, we saw the convention center. We did. What tease? I mean, nothing was going on there. Absolutely nothing was happening. It was just like, it's right there. (laughs) We have driven by it. Yes, we have. (laughs) We know where it is. We, we sort of know where it is. I mean. Colleen knows where it is. Colleen knows where it is. Yeah. You can get there She can find it again for us. Yeah, but trying to get Comic-Con tickets is like, forget it. Actually, a lot of stuff happens outside of the convention at Comic-Con, so I hear. You have to sell a whole lot more stuff. Mm, And a kidney. Maybe some blood. It'll be worth it. Some platelets. But you know who goes to Comic-Con? Everybody. <laughs> That's where all, like, the good trailers come out of. You get your Marvel fix on. Oh, God. There you could be Tony Stark. I could be Tony Stark there. Maybe we'd meet West Coast Fox Machina. Remember, we're East Coast Fox Machina? That's true. And there's West Coast Fox Machina? There is. We should plan a meetup with them if we end up in San Diego. The rivalry of the century. I don't think it's a rivalry so much as, Rivals! Like, <laughs> It's a rivalry. They yeah. probably don't even know who the hell we are. <laughs> well, we know who they are. <laughs> Listen, the double syllable damn. That's all I was going to say. That's uh, right. Oh, we need to talk. We mentioned the Boston cream pie and we never told the story. Oh, yeah. Boston cream pie story. I mean, it all starts with the burning cowboy. The burning cowboy. Yes. So um, we were at the New Hampshire convention and um, Chris Kaysen's guest with Sunny Strait and Melissa was there. When um, all this was going down, like, we're in the hallway talking to Chris Kaysen, because Chris Kaysen don't talk to anybody for, like, ever and ever. So I'm talking to him. We're having a great conversation. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, did you hear about this fire in Texas? Like, like the- Because they're all from Texas. Right? right. Most of the voice actors that came up for us is, like, Texas area. Now they're all kind of LA-based. Although, fun- Sonny Strait's living in Connecticut, apparently, now. So he's like right down the street, but who knew? But like for the most part at this time, they were all living in Texas and um, Chris Kaysen was just getting all these messages on his phone about this cowboy that was burning in Texas and some famous cowboy, literally like statue. Yeah. Like a statue or something. Literally like it was out of like the kids in the hall or you can't do that on television. Like the door whips open. Yeah. The room next door. It's like, and there's someone say burning cowboy. It's sunny. (laughs) And she's like, "Does somebody say burning cowboy?" And we're just like, "What the hell's happening?" And he's just like, "Oh yeah, we're going go downstairs to have pie. Do you guys want to come have pie?" Well, because they'd never had Boston cream pie before, because they're all from Texas. And JD's was a mountain of potatoes. Yeah, and also serves Boston cream pie. pie. So they're like, "Do you guys want to come and have Boston cream pie with us?" And we're like, "Well, yeah, like, sure." How the hell do I say no to Boston cream pie with voice actors? But okay. the whole time we're down there, we're trying to explain to them that it's not pie; it's cake. Right, and they were very upset about it. And they were like, "But." But it's called pie. We're like, yes, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's cake. But it's but pie. pie. It says pie on the menu. Yes, again, we're where? We're, this is New England. and. But I don't remember, like, how the conversation drifted. So poorly? So oh, poorly. well, because what happened was is we were talking about Boston cream pie. And then we were talking about how things are never what they seem to be. And then it turned into odd things people buy. And then it turned into a conversation about pocket pussies. 
which <laughs> somehow the waitress got involved in. With, which so, and it was funny because I think like Chris and Sonny were more horrified that she had involved herself in our conversation than them bringing it up as conversation. Didn't a little bit of this have to do with the fact that you had run that panel the night before? Oh, no, I hadn't even before. run it yet. Oh, you were talking. I was about- talking about the running of the panel, which had the prize um, that was a huge dragon dildo. Um, that was the prize for the 18 plus, um, iron editor the night before. But so like, they were just like, like fascinated by the fact that, like, but how do you even get one? And the girl's telling them like all these, like she's done it before. Apparently it's like, wait, what? And I don't think she actually had, but she made it sound like she was very like versed in the conversation. So she leaves the table and they just like stood there for a second as like dead silent. And they look at each other and they look at me and they go, but back to dildos. No, back to dildos. <laughs> Which turned into the joke of the weekend. Like every time we saw them, we'd have a conversation. But, but back, back to dildos. dildos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, they did also like the Boston cream pie. They did. After that, they're like, it's pretty good pie, but it's cake. We're like, we know. Yep. And uh, I remember I ended up getting a picture of the prize from that panel. Mm-hmm. So we're at closing ceremonies and I see them and I crawled over a few sets of chairs. I'm like, Chris, Chris, Chris. He goes, what? I'm like, back to dildos. And I throw the picture at him. He goes, no, where's Sonny? <laughs> so he takes my phone. Off he goes. He's like, Sonny, look at this. He's like, what the hell is that? And the two of them are just sitting there like, Tatum! And they show, and he's just like, what? I don't want to look at that one. <laughs> Mortified. All of them. Which goes to the next year, mm. where we were at the same restaurant yep. that served same potatoes yep. with more friends this time. Right. And Katie from across the room spots Chris. Mm-hmm. And is like, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to tell the waitress that it's his birthday. Yep. And I'm going to send him over Boston cream, cream pie. pie. And I did. And he, she did. And he's looking around the restaurant like, it's not my birthday. And I just stood up and I'm like, hello. And then he starts dying. Right. And that's how we met Troy Baker. That is he the one that jumped over the thing to eat breakfast with us? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, that wasn't Troy. That was, um, oh, you had to ask me. I just thought that he it was so fascinating because he was from California and he had never seen leaves before, like, change color. Yeah. And he was just so enthralled. Damon. Yes, but he did, there was a little tiny, like, cafe in the middle of the Radisson, and there was actually, like, I won't say they're, like, a guard or something, but there was always a host there. And he decided that he wanted to come and eat with us because we already had a table and proceeded to jump over the... I'd say, what, knee-high barrier? Oh, at least. And over someone's table mm-hmm. to get to us and not walk around to the host. Right, because, I mean, that's just, that's stupid. Why would you do and that? And then proceeded to talk to us for 35 minutes about the leaves. Right. I thought was amazing. And then he jumped back over the barrier because I think somebody was dressed as one of the people that he voice acts for. Yeah, which, I mean, and it's funny because at the time, like, he was just getting into voice acting. So, like, it was a big deal. He was like, oh my god, it's my cat! He, like, took off. We're just like, what just happened? Oh, and then, of course, we had to go pick up, um, uh, oh my gosh. Greg. Greg and his wife. Yeah. That was, that was a fun ride. Oh, God, it was amazing. <laughs> you guys want to stop here and have dinner? It's like, no, Greg. We have to get back to Manchester. Oh, we're buying. I'm like, the hell you are. And they were like, wait. Wait. That sounds like a way better idea, though, but we're still not No, no, no. We gotta go yeah, back to Manchester. We gotta go back to Manchester. No, we gotta go. We almost stopped. We did. I did almost often just have dinner with them, but like, yeah, we're not going to make it. Traffic's terrible. That was ridiculous. Like, their their flight got delayed, like, no fault of theirs or no. anything. But how many loops did we do around, what was it, Logan? Oh, like 40. I know how to get to Terminal A, like, a, like blindfolded now. I can get to Terminal A at Logan Airport. It's ridiculous. 
stupid. And then we sat in a cell phone lot, and then we did the loops again, and then we sat in a cell phone lot, and then we did the loops again. So you guys think all the convention action takes place at the convention? Nope. No. It really takes place at lot A at Logan. It really does. The cell phone lot, lot A. Got their stuff in my car. Poor things. Katie and Guest Relations. Woo! I have a good time at Guest that Relations. Was a, that was a new venture for you. It was. I enjoy Guest Relations, though. Because it worked to my favorite that year. Because that was the year Greg was there, but also Matt Mercer and Talson were there. And that was before we really appreciated Vox Machina or anything. So I just got to hang out with them and not be like a total geek around them. Because now it's like, well. I still have that video on my phone. The one of Talison like telling my D&D group that we actually met him. Right. And that we're friends. And that we're friends. We're friends. <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> But also, I like I like to think that even now, it's been a million years, we could still meet up with them and be like, do you recognize us as, and like, wear the Hamilton outfits in front of them again? They'd be like, oh, it's you. Oh, they're definitely those people who would remember us. Mm. I hope. I mean, that's the dream anyways. Mm-hmm. I said, hopefully, like, they all end up at a convention, like, that we can all go to at some point, because I would love to meet the rest of them. Yeah, Chen Con. That's a big gaming con. That's down the south. It's hot. It'd be worth it. It's August. Worth it. I can't wear Percy in August. We'll have to make a summer Percy. Uh, Jess. <laughs> Jess. <laughs> Jess is not making my Percy. <laughs> Just kidding. Absolutely you not. You signed her up for everything else. So. No, 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 no. This is different. <laughs> this is personal. <laughs> no, I kind of technically have a summer outfit working, but it's still not summer outfit because I decided to put bear fur in it because I'm dumb. Well, I mean, Percy is from White Cliff. White Cliff? How dare you, Melissa? White Whitestone. Oh my god. Wow. Fake fan. No, I've just been playing too much DVD. Fake fan. I've been playing too much D&D. <laughs> White Cliff. How dare you? You just mix like a drink. No. White <laughs> Cliff is actually, for all you nerds out there who know this, is actually a place in Aberon. Oh god. That's where the dragonborn live. Nerd. Yep. I am a nerd. <laughs> Still not where the not the, where the Drollos live. No. White Cliff, get Sorry. out of here. Sorry, Percy. Get out of here with your bullshit. Sorry, Cassandra. <laughs> Shame on you. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> Dishonor on your whole family. That's you. No, no. Dishonor <laughs> on me. You've embarrassed me in front of everyone. I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> but you're not. I won't. I'll leave it. I want your shame on the internet. <sighs> I will wear that shame badge. Yeah, you better. How dare you? <laughs> but I mean, overall, Melissa, how has your like convention experiences been? Uh, I love conventions. I do miss going to them. Um, those are my people. Mm-hmm. People who dress in costume are my people. Mm-hmm. People who nerd out and who are just being their true selves. Like it just makes me happy. And mm-hmm. the people that you meet at conventions and the people that like you just meet out there are just—they're fantastic. They're so nice and. Everybody's just so excited about everybody else and every I've never I've never really run into any like real like jerks or anything like that. Except the beaver guy, but we can't talk about him. He wasn't it and that was not a he, it was a she. My apologies. There was the naked Justin Bieber dog. Yeah, but you can't talk about it because I can't, can't without Meg. I can't. Meg. <sighs> Meg. Meg. You have to be on the show because people need to know the naked Justin Bieber dog. I've just story. given you I've given you a sample. There's your inkling. If you'd like to know more. Hit lots of likes on this mm-hmm. and just put in the comments Meg. Meg Bieber story. <laughs> now. With Melissa. Yeah. 
Because like, I cannot tell the story without Meg. I know. I need Meg on this show to, like, tell the story. And it's, like, this is the first time we've ever hinted at it. But it's, like, I can't. I won't let anybody talk about it until the two of you are together. <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> I know. Like, this, that was your full-blown, like, what the hell at a convention moment. Because that was my first time working at a convention. Mm-hmm. And that happened. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> But we can't talk about it right now. No, we can't talk about it. We can't it talk right about Bruno. We can't talk about We can't Bruno. talk about Bieber. We can't talk about Bieber. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, and you get to go to these conventions and you get to see me host. Yep. Yay. I did. I was, I, oh, that's what I should talk about, mm. about my five-star treatment, because my sister was the host of the masquerade. By all means. So, <laughs> when... Katie hosts things, apparently her friends and family are, like, VIPs. Somehow. And all I had to do is, like, walk past a line full of people. Well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta get into, like, what happened. Like, you were in the line, and well, then... Well, we were sort of in the line. Right. And then Katie had said, just go and talk to this person. hmm And I think it was, um... Oh. I love her. At AEC. Oh, the security person. Yes. Cassie. Cassie. Cassie, I love you. Anyway, Cassie, she's like, talk to Cassie, and you'll get right in. No questions asked. Mm. Because you had to have, like, tokens or something. Tickets. Whatever. That was, like, Katie and her badge. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, we were sort of standing in line, like, being good doobies, and then I was like, no, Katie said we could cut. Let's just just give it a shot. So I, like, walk past all of these people who are kind of, like, giving me the side eye and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. And I go up to Cassie. And I'm like, hey, Cassie. And she's like, oh, Melissa. I was like, uh, Katie said that, like, we could go in. She's like, yeah, yeah, come on in. Come right on in. And past, like, hundreds of people. We just walked right in. And, like, there was nobody in there except for the people who were in the masquerade and the people who were setting up for masquerade and the people who were doing the lights and the music. The whole place is empty. And we basically sat in the second row mm-hmm. and got our choice of, like, where to sit. Well, my favorite was the second time you tried to do it and Cassie wasn't there. And then the other guy was trying to give you crap and then you dropped Oh, no. Name. And then Dave came up and was like, no, that's Melissa. That's Katie's sister. She gets whatever she wants. I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. And they're just like, oh. Do you know who my sister is? She's kind of a big deal. <laughs> That's the card I played. That's true. I played that so much at AAC. Mm. I played it a little bit at Kineticon, but I was on staff on Kineticon. But it still helped. Although, my my favorite moment from Kineticon was the time that you had to do the quick change from uh, Blade into what, Tony Stark? <laughs> like, wait, the before into it or just, like, the quick change? Because, like, the moment going into it I is... mean, all I remember was you in the bathroom and us, like, scrubbing the 10 pounds of gel out of your hair in the sink in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you trying to, like, draw on your beard right? while we're trying to get you into your outfit and out of your Blaine outfit and dry your hair. Yep. And My hair came out great, though. I mean, it did. As for Tony Stark, it came out amazing. Well, because we were, like, trying to dry it and gel it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, re-gel it. But the, the lead-up to that was amazing, too, because, like, I told you, like, I'm gonna come off stage, you need to meet me, we need to go. Yep. But it was when the cue didn't happen. 
So we were at the convention and we went practice and Melissa was there for that. And we were doing practice and the people on the sound cues, cause we only had like so much time to practice before we actually had to do whatever we were doing. Right. And we had, because it was glee for the dating game, there was a whole dance thing that we were doing right. and they had to be a cue and it had to be on time or it was an awkward pause when the music, st- and then all of a sudden the music would start up and like, it would just be weird. So the cue had to happen when I said this line and the guy at the sound desk was dicking around and dicking around. And finally, like I kind of had like a convention, like mom moment where I'm yelling through an empty, like oh, events room. Convention mom moment. Yeah. I was like screaming through and I'm like, if you're not going to take this fucking seriously, I don't want you over there. I remember. Like I was pissed. Cause it's just like, there's so many cues that we have to hit for different things. And he came like the guy came and apologized to me. He did. Like we were upstairs setting up after the fact. And he came like from main events to our department to apologize to me and told me there would be no mistakes the day of the show. I had one of those moments in an elevator mm. when I was on staff. But, but, I... but my story's not done. Hold oh. on. So remember, we get to the event. It's the day of the event. And what happens? The queue's, the, the queue's late. Yeah. And like, from Ryan's perspective, he was like, I looked you in the eye and I just saw like this like blind rage. And then the music started and you knew we had to do it. But I remember when I did the cue, it's like I was talking to him with my hands and my hands went up. And when the cue didn't happen, I made fists like so hard and then it happened so then I come off stage for like the end of the show and Melissa's there meeting me at the bottom of the stairs and I literally like I think they heard me in the room I walked past the sound booth I'm like you had one fucking job one job I asked you one favor and you couldn't fucking do it and I was like it looked like shit thank you and I like walked out there I'm like screaming past the booth as you walk out I come back in as Tony Stark like 20 minutes later still screaming at him yes but I came in as a completely different character, and I think you didn't realize it was still me. I'm just like, and you! <laughs> and I was like, now I'm just screaming at you, not as an angry teenager. I'm yelling at you as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was so mad. It's just like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I know we're not a professional, like, production company or anything. I know everybody's volunteering their time stuff. don't make a big stuff. deal about the fact that you're gonna, like, make sure it works and happens and stuff like that, and then... And it doesn't happen. And then it doesn't happen. And it's like, cool. Like, that just makes it worse. The fact that you, like, apologized and, oh my gosh. It'll be okay. It was not okay. It was not okay. It was not okay. No, my one mom moment was, I think you guys were rehearsing and you needed um, a binder or something from yep. our hotel room. Yep. And I ran back over there. And y'all know, all of you have been to conventions, the elevator. Or trash. The elevator. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the elevators where you have to stick your key card in for your room and press the floor that you want to go to. And these dinguses could not do it. And I had to be back at main stage. And I watched them try. I want to say I gave about four. Maybe Mm -hmm. I was feeling generous. Gave them five tries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before I took the key card from their hand and was like, just let an adult do it. Mm -hmm stuck the key card in and they were kind of like looking at me like who does you think you are i'm like i'm on staff <laughs> she throws like, the card i take the card i put it in what floor and everybody in the elevator was like two four <laughs> one nope wrong answer it's my floor i'm like i hit my floor first of course <laughs> and then i was just like fine and i hit all the rest of them was that the same year as the peanut butter cup <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um. Or was that the next year? I'm pretty was sure. Was that the Glee year? Because if that was the. It was the Glee year because that was the last year because yes, I was Harry that Potter. Was, that was the peanut butter cup because that's <sighs> when Danny was staying in our room with us. Which that's is an, right. another amazing story. Right. 
Danny's, we've already talked about that story with Danny, though. Oh, um, I love Danny. But the peanut butter cup story is basically, like, it's convention. With the sleepy teepee? Yeah, with the sleepy teepee. Uh, no, the convention stories, you know, conventions. It's like we tell you guys, like, eh, you have to shower once and get five hours of sleep and eat three meals a day. And the staff doesn't follow that. I just no. want to, like, that's not for us. That's for you guys. This is another story because of the elevator, too, that we were even on the stairs. Right. And we were, of course, like, a million floors up because... We were on the 13th floor, Katie. It was far <laughs> and there's no 13th floor in hotels melissa we, no. were, we were we were high up i know we were like 20 or something it was stupid yeah and i forget where i even got it but like we're walking up these stairs because we just in the green room no not at kineticon there was no i couldn't i couldn't even tell you where the green room was at kineticon i think someone like gave it to me i just don't remember who gave it to me or we had it in cosplay ops and i just shoved it in my pocket like our hq department had candy yeah. So, like, we're walking up the stairs, because we just said fuck it at that point, because it was a million o'clock, and we just wanted to be in our room, and we're on, like, the 10th floor, and I'm just like, nope, I'm not gonna make it, and I pull this Reese's peanut butter cup out of my pocket, and I just start mowing it, and I was like, fat kid needs a snack, because God knows I probably hadn't eaten since breakfast that morning or something, and this one's dying. Like, you and Jess and Meg are, like, crying, laughing on the stairs while I'm walking. No, Jess and Meg weren't with us. They were into the room. Oh, I thought they were with us. No, it was you and I just dying in a <laughs> stomach. She's like, I'm not going to make it. And then I hear the rustling of a wrapper behind me. And you're eating the peanut butter cup. See, I was delusional. I thought there was, like, ten people with us. No. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. I was like, fat kid's not going to make it. <laughs> I'm like, just... What? But peanut butter is a protein. It's fine. Because we get to the room and we're like out of breath and we're like laughing, crying. And Justin and are like, are you guys okay? And we're like, no. No. not okay. And then like two minutes later, Danny came in and asked about like what he should do about the guy that was straight, but he had a crush on him. <laughs> oh, it was wild. And that was the same night that you guys realized that the ceiling tiles were out of whack. Oh, God. And so nobody could sleep. I know. I, ru I ruined everyone's night. I was just like, those tiles don't match. Thank you. <laughs> Jess. I have noticed that all weekend. <laughs> oh my god. All oh, right. The convention well, life. The convention life. Yes, uh, yay, you were on the show. I was on the show. I mean, is there anything you want to promote while you're here? You said I couldn't talk about it. Go ahead. You can promote it if you want to. So if you guys all like conventions, mm -hmm. you should definitely check out LARP. Mm. I know that it's like the uber nerd thing to do, but there's a wonderful one in Connecticut called Mythical Journeys. Mm -hmm. um, it is finishing up, MJ2 is finishing up at the end of uh, October this year, but MJ3 will be starting up in the spring of 2023. Mm -hmm. It's a brand new game. And so everybody's starting off as like first level characters and things like that. So it's going to be a brand new story, brand new game. But if you'd like to come and try out for LARP and stuff like that, um, it is absolutely free to cast. And if you decide that you want to play, there is a new player fund set up in memory of our friend Lucas Verado um, that you can definitely inquire about. Um, all the information that you need is at um, mythicaljourneys.com. And yeah, I just have a book that you should all buy because it's yeah, important. you should buy it. It's fun. It's fun. Um, that could have gone worse. Life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer. It's on Amazon right now, and you can buy it. And a dollar or two from each book. Um, for the rest of bless you. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> 
Someone just like coughed outside my window. That's not creepy at all. Um, sorry. A dollar or two from each book. We're going to go to um, the Sandy Hook Promise uh, for gun violence and the uh, Trevor Project now through, well, probably the rest of the year. So just go buy a book so I can donate money and we can all help out some good causes. There might be some more causes coming up in the next couple of weeks or so that my money's going to go to because um, people are going to be going on a lot of camping trips. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you feel like camping up here in the great state of New Hampshire, uh, let us know. Yep. Here to help fund camping trips. <laughs> All the camping trips. All right, guys. Have a good night. See you later. Bye.